You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, March the 4th, 2010, and uh, well, we, 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 we join you today. Um, I, I, you know what, we're past gloating. I, I'm past it anyway. How about you, Dave? Are, have you come down yet off the amazing win the Canadian men's squad had over the Americans in ice hockey at the Olympics? You know, I expect, uh, I'll be honest with you, that it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 2014 when we do it again, um, that, that I'll be quite through gloating. Um, you know, to me, it was like, you know, that, that, that little brother who looked like he was about to get beaten up by the, by the big brother who beat them at everything over and over and over again. And then we invented this thing and they were going to beat us at that because <laughs> uh, they had in the first game. Um, that was arguably a win or lose. Um, both teams did just, just, it was a nail biter right, right all the way through. Um, I know when I, when I was sitting there, I did a, a stupid move. One minute left in the third period. Uh, I called up your friend of mine, Christine, um, and, you know, had to gloat and like, Hey, we're about to win. Thought I'd let you hear what it's like to, uh, to, you know, to be in the winning side of things. And you know what happened in about 25 seconds. <laughs> um, so so I, I, was, I was glad when we redeemed ourselves further in. Fantastic and game. Total heart attack, eh? Now, 
before we go further, so I just want to explain to the two um, our, our our wonderful, beautiful American audience that um, well, hockey is uh, hockey. Uh, Mark from MetaMen just just chimed in saying, "Way to go, Canada!" Um, <laughs> There you go. Now, just to, for the American audience, like, uh, I, I was trying to explain this the other day. Uh, uh, hockey is one of, I mean, Canada's a very unlikely country. It's, there's only 36 million of us, and there's only one thing that all of us can absolutely agree on, and that is hockey. Um, I mean, it's, 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 uh, it is, you, you've all, you've heard it compared to religion. It's true. It truly is, like, religion in Canada, and had we lost that game, um, well, there's a good chance Dave and I wouldn't even be here today. We'd be too depressed. To <laughs> well, that's too it. it would have been, it would have been a deep punk. Something else that I think put some extra pressure on and, and something that, uh, that uh, I'm sure um, our American friends are maybe half aware of, um, but was the fact that that win put us in the prestigious position to be able to say with, 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 with no ties, um, that our national anthem has been the most heard national anthem at any Winter Olympics ever. Um, the most, the most gold medals ever won in an Olympic event is, or in the Olympics, is is Canada. So, um, yeah, obviously, you know, it's, it was really, really nice for us, and uh, and so, yeah. But you know what? I think that's enough gloating. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say something really uh, unlikely. You know who the big winner of the Olympics was? Anybody you know who, who cares the, the, the real big winner? The Canadian <laughs> Curling Federation. Oh my! Yeah. Like, who'd have thunk it? Curling yeah, is no, suddenly I, popular. I, I thought, yeah, I, I, it became such a popularized sport. That was that was incredible. So many people were watching it. It was so interesting. Um, it has certainly evolved from being, and, and again, a lot of our, our, our American listeners are going to be like, seriously, they're talking about curling now? Um, and then, fair enough, because that is also a typical Canadian sport. <laughs> but um, it is certainly not your dad's game anymore. Um, in, oh, in man, looking at, chicks, uh, cool looking ice, at the players. Game. Jim, real quick, let me interject uh, about the Olympics. Was it the Canadian women's hockey team or the curling team that was the ones that were celebrating proudly with cigars and champagne? <laughs> that would have been our women's hockey team. And um, Jim, you know, let me, may just, I just, just say... Just to note on yeah. that, this is how these girls celebrate. I mean, they just won an Olympic medal. And, uh, you know, that was their pond they were skating on because they had just won an Olympic medal on it. I can't. I can't believe there was controversy over them drinking and uh, and smoking cigars. I mean, for God's sakes, this is Canada. How do you well, know this was I think cigars? One of the things that was a concern, though, is that one of those people drinking was underage. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> the fact was, she's from Quebec, where the drinking age is eighteen. She was eighteen. She's about to turn nineteen, which is a drinking age in British Columbia. Why? Why is it different in both in those provinces? Because uh, it's, I mean, you know, I, I know, like like a lot of American laws are. These are, it's, it's a law dictated by on a provincial level, our version of, of a state level. So, um, you know, I mean, this age gets to be determined in in different regions. It's like uh, driving age or, or you know right. speeds. Um, 
So it, it is a little different, and, and that is, I think, what caused the controversy. Although the, the the IOC did rightfully the next morning step up and go, somebody took the pictures. Everybody was waiting for somebody to be outraged. Nobody's outraged. <laughs> no, I loved <laughs> I like, it. Right, that, that is a good point. These pictures great. came out. Everybody was kind of waiting for somebody to go, this is horrendous. But nobody was willing to stand up. I remember them going down the streets, and, and it didn't matter where you had been from. I, I heard people from Japan. I heard people from Canada, people from the States, all, all being reported going, yeah, they, they won a gold medal. <laughs> that, that was about as much. And then I loved their apology, which was, yeah, we probably shouldn't have taken it out of the change room. <laughs> but that was all they were really willing to say on the subject, and, and rightfully so. I, I think, Jim, you, you hit the nail on the head. They, they won a gold medal. I mean, give them a break. I, I, if, if, that's, if that's the worst they did... You know, Man, I remember when I was in Little League Hockey in, MT, in Metro Toronto Hockey League uh, when I was a kid, 14, 15 years old. That's what we do when we won championships. <laughs> I mean, come on, this is Canada. <laughs> I mean, really. Okay, enough on that. You know what's going on right now, and neither you nor I are there, but it's a really cool thing, and I, and I kind of wish we were. What's that? SMX, Search yeah. Marketing Expo, Danny Sullivan, Chris Sherman, and the Third Door Media crew are putting on Search Marketing Expo in Santa Clara, California right now. Yesterday, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Yesterday, or two days ago it was, Danny interviewed, live on stage from SMX, Mr. Steve Ballmer, CEO of Microsoft. And that was really cool go. to see. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Oh, studio. You guys still there? Yeah. Oh, good. Anyway, I thought that was really cool to see. Um, I've, we, we, we've seen Danny interview um, uh, 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 Eric Schmidt from Google. But to have gotten Steve Ballmer from Microsoft, that was, I think, a major coup. You know, I, I haven't, and I, I'm betting that a lot of our listeners haven't, I haven't heard it. Um what got said. I mean, the, you, we know that that's going to be a, a fantastic interview. Um, I assume that in, in part we were covering um, Yahoo Bing. Um, what, covering what, was that, what was asked and, and what was said? I mean, this is you know obviously some pretty important stuff moving forward for the internet marketing community. Well, absolutely, especially given that we we, we it, the road is clear for the for the merger between Bing and between Yahoo. Uh, we know that's going forward. Um, they talked. We do have some clips um, that were played on the SEO Rockstars. Our, uh, our good friends at um, Web Pro News actually broadcast the, uh, broadcast the speech live. Um, and uh, also CNBC uh, carried a live stream. Now, they mentioned, they mentioned Bing quite a bit. Danny hit him up with the question, um, how do you feel about being number two? Uh, to which Bomber rightly evaded the question, saying there is no right answer to that. Realistically, we're number two, but of course we want to be number one. But, you know, let's be realistic about it. Gave the best answer we possibly could. The most interesting stuff that happened in that conversation, though, was Microsoft's plans on on the mobile market. They talked a lot about mobile. A lot, a lot, a lot about mobile. Um there was rumors going around that Bing was the default search provider to the iPhone. That's not true. What Bing has done has made have was to make a very tasty, very efficient iPhone app. 
but you know it doesn't doesn't mean that 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 Bing is actually the 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 default provider. Um, and uh, 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 Steve Ballmer made a made a joke about actually having just read that Bing was the was the default search provider on iPhone, and uh, getting a call from a reporter moments after having read the rumor. So rumors fly fast. The rumor that Bing is a default is not true, but Bing has led the way in, in making applications for the iPhone. Um, talked about they talked a little bit about about the situation in China. If Google leaves, does that make uh, Bing the number one search engine in China? Bomber quickly corrected Danny, saying, "No, um, Google's the number two player in China. It's Baidu that you got to watch out for." Um, a bit of frustration around the EU and around um, antitrust stuff, but then Danny confronted Steve Ballmer with with a great question. So, are you guys behind the antitrust troubles Google's having? <laughs> and that you know what Ballmer said? Ballmer said, "Yeah, pretty much." Not kidding, Bomber admitted to it. Um, it was already public knowledge that that Microsoft's lobbyists and lawyers are out there um, trying to cause trouble for Google with anti on antitrust. But um, as Bomber pointed out, it's often your first uh, the first complaints you get are from your competitors, and this is uh, Microsoft uh, saying they're not going to stay silent in this space, and and. Uh, Bomber especially cited the Google Book deal, which really does give Google preferential treatment in, distribute, in electronic distribution of books. Um, all in all, it was a great interview. And again, we have clips um, that, that we called that, that Darren used on SEO Rockstars. And maybe a little bit later in the show, Brasco, we'll bring them in. But, um, you know, we're already at a quarter past. And I think we gotta, we got to quickly move to break. Come back, talk a little bit more about SMX, and then we're going to jump into some fun stuff that's happened around the web this week. So, on behalf of Dave Davidson, Beanstalk Inc., this is Jim Hedger from WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to Webcology on Webmaster Radio on Thursday, the 4th of March, 2010. Stay tuned, friends. We'll be back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. If yes, you will pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agreed that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid for sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7-PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. 
is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR Web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to PRWebOffer.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, welcome back, everybody. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, here as always with Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio. Um, there's a few uh, interesting things going on here. Well, there always is in the Internet uh, internet marketing world, as, uh, as everybody knows. But um, one thing that I, I just want to chat about, um, and it is definitely food for thought, um, and I mean, your friend of mine, Jim, Cindy Crum, is, is probably smiling at, uh, at this one here. Um, one of the Google VPs, uh, Google execs, has given desktops, those little pesky computers that, uh, that sit next to you or under your desk here, um, estimated three years, talking about mobile, talking about cloud computing. Um, and of course, you know, when I, when I saw that one, uh, you know, sort of cross my path, I had to think, immediately thought, oh, okay, Jim and I need to, this is exactly up our alley of stuff to chat about. Um, what what are your thoughts? And more importantly, I mean, obviously they're going to be, these are bright people. We all know that. They know their trends. So will the desktop be dead? In my opinion, not at all. I mean, you know, I'm still getting Battlefield Bad Company, too. And then there's just going to be no, no <laughs> way to replace my desktop for that one. But um, what, what are your thoughts in regards to the trend? What does this mean for Internet marketers? If desktops are, are going to decrease in their importance, um, what does this mean for, for the Internet marketing community? Well, I think this, um, it's okay. I, I, it's it's kind of like yeah, when, you, when you hear a blanket statement like that, the desktop will die, you, you kind of have to separate your thoughts and think, okay, well, do they really mean the desktop will die? Because, I don't know, I still send emails, and email was supposed to die three years ago. Um, I still use an FTP client, and, you know, everybody uses uh, CMS systems. We're supposed to kill that. Um, I still type in Notepad, for goodness sake. 
So, I mean, it's a, there, are, there are things that users are comfortable with and, and processes users are comfortable doing, and that always has the greatest effect on, on the life cycle of a product or of a technique, right? right? As long as I'm most comfortable using a mouse and a keyboard, I will continue using a mouse and a keyboard until such time as technology makes that impossible. So will, will we as designers move away from creating applications or web pages that require the user to interact with them the way that, that, that we traditionally interacted with the web over the last like 15 years? Um, eventually, in the next three years, I doubt it. Um, how will this affect marketers though? Well, it's already affecting them. There is a migration to mobile and handheld devices. That doesn't mean there's a migration away from the desktop. It just means that people are, are accessing internet media using a greater variety of devices. So it means that we got to learn to uh, design for mobile for smaller screens. We gotta, we gotta learn uh, to make our calls to action much smaller, but that much more powerful. Um, we have to learn how to do uh, well, effective uh, Facebook advertising and contextually targeted advertising. Um, and, well, we have to uh, come up with some method of invading people's privacy without invading their privacy. Indeed. And I think, I mean, the thing is, I think a lot of this had an interesting segue to last week and I think next week's um, show discussing the, uh, the, the the privacy issues there. Um, I think a lot of what they're discussing there, I don't know if um, they're specifically or, or if he's trying to specifically say, okay, we are, and, and for anybody who hears this rumor outside of, outside of this conversation, I don't think he's saying we are about to make the desktop obsolete per se. Um, I do know that there is, and, and as do we all, um, there's a big focus on, on mobile. Fantastic. Cindy Crum is, I'm sure, ecstatic about that. Um, Google is, is, is putting a lot of emphasis on uh, OS development, Google Chrome, all of this sort of stuff, and then and the cloud computing side of things. Um, so if I had to hazard a guess, I mean, these, again, are intelligent people. I'm never going to replace uh, my, my PC experience um, with, with a mobile. Like, that's just, just it's just not, it's never going to happen. I like to have a bigger monitor, right? I, I like my three 23-inch monitors. I, I can't do that on my iPhone. Although, right? although again, so, Dave, Dave, who's to say that your, that your mobile device won't interact with your plasma TV at one day? Well, and you know, and I think that is, it is a really, really good point. Or that your plasma TV won't just directly connect you um, straight into the internet. Like, why, why bother with this whole pesky phone thing when it comes to, to that side of things? Well, to be honest, um, I'm, I'm kind of flabbergasted. I mean, they've got the power and, and the marketing to really direct things the way they want to go, um, which is a really a big push towards this cloud computing. Yes, your experience, you require fast computers. My experience, I mean, heck, I need video cards, right? I mean, I, I, I like big 
beefy video cards to the one I install my, 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 my games, I get, you know, super ultra high quality, superb video um, or, or, or whatever. But the average person, my dad, my grandmother, um, you know, my father-in-law, even my sister, does not need that kind of experience. And so will the next generation of computers coming out have the kind of capacities? And I'm sure you've seen it. We're already seeing a steering towards almost weaker and weaker, you know, e-machines and, and things like that that are basically built to, yeah, it'll store some stuff because you need somewhere for your music and, and, and for specific programs. But if Google can drive, and, and you can see them doing it, can drive the experience more to an online interaction, be it through, um, you know, Wave or Buzz or, or whatnot, or just, you know, the plain Jane using Google Docs as your spreadsheets and your, and your, and your Word documents and using um, Gmail as your um, email experience. Um, you know, if, if they can really drive it, I think the way that we interact as a society, maybe not you, maybe not me, but as a whole, the way we interact with our machines and the way our, our web experience gets driven is going to change dramatically. I mean, if they get the, what they want, and I'm now using Google Docs primarily, or you know, and, and, and I'm using Chrome and, and driving a lot of my, my information through Google Chrome and through Google Docs, and now they've also got me on Android, so they know when I'm not at my computer, they know where I'm going, they know what I'm doing, they know what I'm banking at, they you know, the, the power involved in that, you bring up legitimate, and, and you know, I, I would like to, love to chat about this next week because it's a huge issue getting into the privacy issues involved there. But um, I, I, think, I think for marketers, and, and that's what we're all talking about right now, I think for marketers, it's, it's absolutely brilliant um, and, and a fantastic world that they're trying to steer us to. I mean, as marketers, privacy oh, aside, and let's absolutely. not count that. Um, just as marketers, I, I, think it's, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, to watch. So I, I think we, we've got a lot to watch over the next three years. Here's something that I think is really important to note at, for marketers. I don't know this is going to happen, but I do know how history has worked in business. And um, the one thing I would be wary of with the move to smaller and smaller devices is lack of access for marketers in the future. Because getting stuff, getting stuff up on the interwebs has proven remarkably easy. Anyone can do it. Yep. Pushing a message to Joe Smith in New York City while he's walking up Fifth Avenue beside a specific small business, not, not a big chain store, but a small business. That's going to be a little bit more difficult because there's more choke points to go through to get the advertisement from advertiser to recipient. Yes. One of the great I things mean, about the World Wide Web is it's there are no funny choke though, because points. It, we do view it immediately as a, as a choke point, as you say. Um, we do view it as, as this hurdle. But of course, it's somebody funny because if we reflect that back, signal, I mean, that Jim, you've been doing SEO you. even longer than I have, and I can reflect back and go, I remember when this whole this whole website marketing thing was 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 a chokehold, right? I mean, it, it was you know, it, it, they're pages, they're yellow. You use them, you get business. Sort of sort of mentality that that we were fighting early on, um, and that you know, building this website and you know, SEO and marketing and this, you know, there's so many moving parts. But now we've got that part down, and so of course. Well, of course, the game changes now. <laughs> you know, oh, hey, Dave, you'll always be able to deliver search results, All right, no matter what the it. device. That, that won't be a problem. It's delivering that targeted ad. That's going to be really expensive, and that's going to price a lot of, this, a lot of digital marketers out of the market. 
valid point. Or will we become more intelligent? Will we become so specific that I can pay ten, fifteen dollars per click because that ad so knows you that my conversion rates are going to be awesome? And and that's what I would put as the the, the counterpoint is if I have so much data about you that I am going to convert at fifty percent, I'm willing to spend hundreds of dollars for that visitor. Right? I mean, well, I, in, I that case, in that case, you're going to have to have some when large going, champions, oh, such as Google or ratio, uh, well, I can only Bing, spend yeah. this. But if I go, I know exactly who you are. I know you're a VP of a Fortune 500. I know, you're, you know, I know you make financial decisions. I know all of this about you, and I know you happen to be in the same city as me right now. Fantastic. I will deliver you a, a high, you know, I'll pay a lot for that click. Uh, okay, but so again, 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 you, again you the difference is the web has always been this sort of, you know, quasi-public yes, drive the cost up, but, but our information and conversions are going to go up, too. Okay, but again, you got to remember, the, the web has always been a very open space. You know, it's, it's, it's felt like the public sphere, right? Because, like, it's hard to say who really owns the space, right? Nobody Indeed. really owns yeah. it. The mobile carriers, on the other hand, they own that bandwidth. T-Mobile owns that bandwidth that um, goes into Cindy's phone. Rogers Communication owns the bandwidth going to my phone. So who's who's the champion going to Rogers and saying we want to you know redo your whole your whole uh, revenue model? Because it's not going to be the small SEM shop. It's going to have to be somebody massive like Google. Or Binya saying, allow us to deliver ads in such and such a way using using this spread of information provided by you about your users. That? Right. So that's what I mean by chokeholds, by choke points. Um, this, is, this isn't something that the small business or the individual marketer can deal with. This is something that a large corporation has to deal with and open a path for the small marketer. And you know what, you, you do bring up, of course, you know, yeah, as you and I have debated on stages and, and on radio, um, this definitely isn't the first time we've had to deal with, with chokeholds um, and, and shared information. Um, we, it is getting more and more prevalent in, in mobile, that's most certainly, and, and if this movement continues forward, as Google is predicting, uh, we're, we're going to see that specific aspect, be it the carriers, um, one can rest assured that companies like Microsoft, like Google, are well aware of what they need and, and are, are probably easily working on you know, resolving any issues that they may have now. What I think that we're, we're really going to be looking at, and again, this assumes that the direction Google's setting right now um, is, is in fact the path that's going to be followed. Um, of course, there's going to be some hiccups. There's going to be some sticking points. But aside from the fact that I'm sure the fine folks at Google and Microsoft and Yahoo are all well acquainted with what they need to, to negotiate uh, in the way of, of, of the carriers um, and what issues will be developed if the carriers start all of a sudden blocking ads and, and information transferring through from Google. Like if they went, no, this is our space. No, we want the right to do these ads. No, we're blocking you know Android from, from delivering this type of information because we don't want you to, to be able to do this. Um, that would lead you and I back into a debate we've had many times before um, on net neutrality, the right of the carriers to do this, etc. Um, Etc. I think one thing we most certainly can agree on uh, in the you know infinite number of things that we like to disagree on, um, but one of the things I think we can agree on is 
there will be access to more information as this as this proceeds forward, and that there's going to be a lot of new opportunities where they come from. We're all going to have to really monitor very, very closely. Will they come from the telcos? Will they come from the search engines? I have a feeling it'll come from the search engines. Um, but in what format? Um, you know, none of us, uh, three years ago, I wouldn't have wanted to be setting the SEO strategy I'd be doing right now for our, for our website. Right? You need to watch as these things evolve. But, um, you know, I, I think if nothing else, what is really clear is we need to watch this closely. The world is about to change again. Um, and that, that as marketers, there's going to be a lot of new opportunities for us in the way of targeting. You know, and I, I, I do absolutely agree with that. And I think you, uh, I think you pegged um, this is one of the new frontiers in the net neutrality debate. We'll see where it goes. Um, we're, we're eating time as usual. Before going to break, I want to do one more subject. Um, Google has finally, finally decided to give up on the name PageRank. That's about bloody time, eh? It is about time. Um, so, for listeners who live under rocks, and I don't think we have many of them, but really quickly, um, Google has, you know, long held used the quote-unquote page rank algorithm to sort websites. And then it went and applied a value, a page rank value, to every website based on the links that are returning back into the site. Well, people saw something they could measure from Google with a little green bar, and their eyes opened wide and said, this is like green gold. Now, up here in Canada, we have a different expression for green gold, and we think that those people must have spoken a hell of a lot of that green gold, because even Google was saying straight out, what you see is the page rank measurement bar is bogus, bullshit. It's for entertainment purposes only. People still believed it was the most important metric of their website. And that belief persists today. Ah! So, um, so Google is finally getting around to uh, considering renaming that value. No, I have that, Jim. What does that do? <laughs> Change the color of the bar and give it a new name. Do, do any of us care? Are, are any of us going to change our views? Am I going to no longer hear, oh, but they have a higher page rank than I do. Yeah, but you rank higher than they do. Yeah, but their page rank is higher than mine. Right? Like, is that going to stop those questions if they call it something else? Well, what do you think? Um, yeah, I do. Actually, in a way, I do think it'll change. I think people have spent so much time... Um, so much energy on an essentially useless metric, if they, if that metric is just removed, those who spent all the time on the useless metric won't know where to spend their time, so let's go off and do something else with it. Wouldn't it be amazing if they actually just worked on their sites and built relevant links? Wouldn't that be a weird, weird thing to do? <laughs> it would be a weird thing to do, and, you know, um, it, 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 it might even get, like, placement for some of those people who were having problems getting said placement. <laughs> Indeed. Um, you know, I, I, although what is it going to do for for the paid link industry? I mean, that's going to be, um, well, certainly make things a lot more difficult for them. They'll have to come, well, I'm sure in the paid link industry, they'll come up with their own metrics and they'll come up, they already use their own metrics. 
to uh, judge the value of a link, and they may phrase it as page rank when it went on the sales cycle. But I think that's just more because it's easier to easier to use that term than it is. Um, I think it's easier for them to use that term than it is to uh, to, 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 to to come up with a, with a new term. Indeed, because people Indeed. people know it, people relate to it. Um, people know what it means. Exactly. will get screwed. Maybe they won't. But I mean, Google's tried to screw the paid link industry before, and um, the industry still persists. Mm-hmm. Although you know as well as I do, you, you can't quite charge what you used to be able to for a link. No. Uh, how how um, how would I know that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure you've heard somewhere. I mean, I've heard, yes. You, 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 yeah, heard, you're quite yeah right. and, and, and I'll bet a lot of our listeners do. You must get those emails going, I'll charge you this for this. Um, and I remember those emails used to be in the triple digits, and now they tend to be in the in the you know sort of mid to lower double digits, um, and and you know the offerings are, are a little bit different. You're not you know uh, crammed onto a page with a billion other uh, you know with with some limitations. I still don't recommend them because you're you're sort of playing with fire. But the offerings have changed, and I look and go, how are you even really making enough money to, to warrant your your efforts um, in in this case? But that's that's not mine to ask. Um, I well, you know, certainly they, wasn't thinking you would, you would purchase links, Jim. <laughs> um, I've, you know what? In my entire career, I have never once purchased a link. Really? That is, that is the honest, absolute, hundred percent truth. I have never purchased a link. I really? will then come in and be honest and go, "Wow!" Back when I was doing affiliate marketing, I nudge, nudge, wink, wink, didn't buy links either. Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I did. <laughs> I did. I wouldn't anymore. Like, I, I definitely wouldn't recommend it. There's just more risk than reward uh, to me personally um, in any of that. And, of course, you know, running an SEO firm and dealing with client sites, there is no kind of acceptable risk level. I, I know you'd feel, you know, the, the, the same way. I mean, you have to protect your clients at, at all costs from stupid decisions. But um, I have, and I'll be the first one to also say, I've had websites Banned. Now, these are all affiliate or test sites, but I have, and this is back in 2001, 2002, have them banned for exactly that practice. So, And that's why, you know, if nothing else, I'm a little more gun-shy maybe than, than most when it comes to paid links um, as far as, uh, as far as you know, certainly I wouldn't do it with my own site or, or any client sites, um, but I wouldn't even do it on any of my affiliate sites anymore just because of the, the potential loss. But anyways, I think we're a bit off, a bit off track there. <laughs> but an interesting debate with you on, on paid links anyway. You did. You did bring up the magic word affiliate, and we got a lot of affiliate stuff to talk about. But before we do, uh, I'm getting the hairy eyeball. I, I can feel Brasco giving me the hairy eyeball from 1,500 miles away down there in Florida. So I think we got to go to break. Uh, on behalf of uh, Dave Davis and Beatsaki, this is Jim Hedger from WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to Webcology on Webmaster Radio. Stay tuned, friends. We got some interesting stuff coming up. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? 
You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEO Fox link building report. (laughs) Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you aren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Boss Bondenbeld and Roy Hoiske scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. State of Search, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to uh, Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It's Thursday, March the 4th. Uh, this is Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio and Dave Davies from Beanstalk, Inc. And over in my uh, Skype chat room, there's the... Uh, Webmaster Radio Development Team working hard on the AFCON2010.com website. That's the uh, the website for the affiliate marketing convention uh, thrown by WebmasterRadio.fm. We do them twice a year. I uh, did one in Denver and did one in Los Angeles last year. Dave, you spoke at the Los Angeles show, eh? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and let me tell you, it was uh, an absolute blast from the perspective of information uh, from attendees, information from the sessions, um, and I'll be honest, just from a pure business standpoint, as somebody who was there as a speaker, um, I had fantastic experiences in all three of those categories. Um, it is probably one of my most uh, most successful um, of all, all of the events I've attended, and I've, I've attended a fair number of them. Um, so really, really well organized, um, and, and a great business, whether you're looking for information um, or whether you're looking at giving some information, um, a really good experience. 
Well, I, I, I appreciate that you say it was well organized and that it was good information and stuff. I can tell you why it was good from a business standpoint for you. I, I know exactly why. Um, and why I'm not going to give you a smart ass answer either. <laughs> the affiliate marketing industry, the performance market marketing industry, is rising quickly. It's very, I mean, it's it's very hungry. You have a lot of independent webmasters, webmasters working in that space. But one of the golden gooses, I mean, the the just the the holy grail of marketing is um, to only have to, for the advertiser, to only have to pay for a positive lead. And performance marketing um, is, well, it isn't, it hasn't reached the holy grail point yet, but it's awfully close, much closer than any other form of marketing. So, you know, given the economic climate, advertisers have been looking for new ways to promote their products, promote their services, promote their businesses, and affiliate marketing has... uh, it really is one of the shining stars in digital marketing. When you went to uh, the um, AFCON event that we threw in Los Angeles uh, uh, in December, you came across a bunch of people who really honestly, absolutely, totally want to do business. Um, and because of the way it's set up, it's not like the circular firing squad you find at a lot of other digital marketing shows where you know, you have SEOs marketing to other SEOs. In the affiliate marketing world, there's still enough... Well, there's, 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 there's four pillars, main roles in the affiliate marketing world that all support each other. And so, there's always business to be done at an affiliate marketing convention. You know what I mean? Because everybody else exactly there requires support from other webmasters. I think webmasters. you hit the nail on the head. And it's funny because there's there's our two groupings of people, of course, um, at, at, at AFCON. Um, and one is affiliates um, who are looking for information but who also have a good, solid understanding of, and, and a lot of people don't, but they have a very solid understanding of ROI. I mean, that their, their entire business is built on ROI. Um, and then you have, of course, um, the companies with massive affiliate programs, and you know, and, and you, you can visit their booths, and I, I recommend at any of the shows visit those booths. Um, and these are people who understand when they're dealing with affiliates how much money every one of those leads costs, um, which is fantastic for them because they understand what they're willing to pay for a lead because they, you know, it works out really for everybody. But then, of course, as a as an SEO. Um, or as a, you know, if I was there as a PPC manager or, or social media or whatnot, you're dealing with people who understand inherently the exact dollar value of what they want. Um, and, I mean, I, I'm hard-pressed, even on my own site, to have as keen an understanding of the exact penny that something is worth. Um, but you are dealing with people who, who understand it to that point. You're dealing with, uh, well, uh, you know them, and I, 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 I don't know who's, who's there, so I'll, I'll leave it to you to list them, but, but you know who they are and, and who had boosts there. And these people understand inherently what it's worth. So as an SEO going in or as a social media or as a, as a pay-per-click manager, you're dealing with somebody who already knows the value of what you can offer. If I can bring you that traffic free rather than having to pay an affiliate $30 um, for that lead, fantastic. I can offer you a great value. Now, they should still get that affiliate on because it's still making them more than it costs. 
<laughs> you don't replace PPC with organic. If it makes you more than it costs, keep it up, right? But, um, but yeah, it's, it's really advantageous. I would highly recommend for, for anybody um, who's an SEO or, or, has, or has those sort of um, skills to offer um, to contact you and, and, and try and set up some, an, an opportunity to speak there because it's, it's just a fantastic, fantastic opportunity, and it's just a lot of fun. I mean, let's call it, sometimes it's, it's about that, and it is just a lot of fun. Well, speaking of, you know, doing things in business that make you more than they cost, one of the uh, differentiators with, a fil- with um, AFCON is at all of our events, if you're a working affiliate, you get in for free. Now, our definition of working affiliate is really simple. Somebody who is promoting products or services on their own web pages or websites through an affiliate program or affiliate network um, if you're doing that, if you got if you got working affiliate pages out there, in our mind, you're a working affiliate. This show was made for you, and we're finding ways for you to get in for free. So, um, yeah. you know, anyone who's listening to this live, listening to the podcast, go to um, the quality. I mean, uh, you know, at that, and I mean, I, 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 it will end up sounding a little tongue in cheek, but there are so costs. Like you're letting them in free, of course. I mean, even if it's just your time, if you happen to be from Denver or you happen to be from LA. Yeah, your time is, is still valuable, um, but you are getting in free. Um, you know, you, I, I, we, had, we had a really, really good lunch. I heard a number of, of comments, and then you guys were generous enough to provide that for us. Uh, and that, that was for all attendees, even the ones who got in free. Um, overall, dollar for dollar, I would say it's probably one of the most valuable experiences. Um, and I, it's, it's almost a, I almost feel sorry for the people who are looking for great information on um, you know, on SEO or are looking for great information on pay-per-click or, or social media but aren't doing affiliate marketing, um, it's almost a shame for them because the information and, and the, the ROI per dollar spent in, in regards to the information that they're grabbing um, is, is really, really high. Um, but, of course, it's geared for affiliates. Um, and, so, and so, you know, that's, that's, that's who it's really steered around, and that's who's getting in free. So, um, you know, I, I can feel sorry for them, but I think it's, it's a great setup. Uh, and it really lets you know exactly what page everybody is on as soon as you walk through that door. Well, you know, people, if you're listening, go to AFCON2010.com, A-F-F-C-O-N-2010.com, register. Now, one more thing i got to mention, and this is a little bit of a, a, little bit of a window into SE Guru's braid. It's a scary place in there, but this is kind I of a nice say, place. I don't know if I want to go there, part of but okay. <laughs> okay. Go to the bit.ly URL bit.ly slash cheap hotel. We have reserved an amazing room block at the Hyatt Regency Denver. We got super healthy discount rates. And um, I direct people's eyes to the chat room right now. Brasco just posted the link. Friends, look at this link for a second and smile. This is this is unadulterated brilliance. Seriously, oh my god! I'm not going to say anything more on it. If you're smart, you see it. If you don't, you don't. It's pretty cool, though. Um, Did you mention I, the sweepstakes? I, I, by I the way, Jim. Yesterday, there was a light bulb moment. Uh, Darren was laughing his ass off at me because it took me a few minutes to clue in. Um, very clever. Uh, anyway, Afcon 2010, uh, June 21st to 23rd. 
Denver, Colorado. Register now. It's a Webmaster Radio event, and it, like with all Webmaster Radio offerings, it is going to be cool. Hey, Jim, did you mention the sweepstakes, by the way? I did not mention the sweepstakes because I'm an idiot, but I'm going I, to I right have a little now. bit of information if you'd like. Brasco just posted into the chat room as well the link to the AFCON2010.com sweepstakes, which happens to be AFCON2010.com slash sweepstakes. Win your way to Denver and your accommodation for free. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to enter the sweepstakes. And if you win, Webmaster Radio is going to fly you from wherever you are in the continental United States to Denver, Colorado. We're going to put you up in a nice room in the, in the higher regency. And we're going to get you in to any event, um, any of the events during the conference of AFCON 2010 and the trade show. Not to mention and the SES too. training, by the way, Jim. Sorry? Not to mention the premium, premium pay training like the SES stuff. Well, I was going to get to that, oh, but the, okay. the, the, sweepstakes, the sweepstakes win does not include SES training, but ah. as an added bonus to AFCON 2010, the fine folks at the Search Engine Strategies Conference are bringing top-notch SEO training as an additional third day to our conference. And anyone who's um, uh, seen some of the SEO training done at SES, you'll know this is... This is, this is this is high-level stuff. Speaking of SES, Search Engine Strategies is happening in New York City two weeks from now, going from the 22nd to the 26th. And it's going to be a huge amount of fun. Webmaster Radio is doing the full court press in our coverage of Search Engine Strategies New York 2010. And um, very, very much looking forward to seeing what Mike Grehan and... Uh, and... Uh, Wow, brain blank. Anyway, what Mike Rehan and his team are coming up for in uh Absolutely. See there you go, it's the hippest place around. SES New York is a great conference. I'm so looking forward to it. And uh yes, the sweepstakes does include entry to AFCON. Um Dave we got five minutes left. We got five minutes. What, what do you want to talk about for the last five minutes? Okay, you know what? I just sort of assumed that we had no time because that's just what happens. Um, you know what? Let's talk. I, I saw it first yesterday when I was, you know, I mean, obviously I use Google a lot. Um, I assume everybody, I don't know if you have, but I assume everybody's seen that little star. Have you Have you encountered that yet? Your little personalizing yes. search results with the uh, with the star. Um I, I will say this, it, it, it kind of drove me nuts as an SEO, not as a user. I think it was great for a user. Um, I'm sure you saw where, in, in, I guess it was just a few weeks ago when Google started, maybe a little longer, I, I'm getting older, um, when Google started personalizing results, even when you weren't um, logged in, which, you know, I mean, of course, causes me kerfuffles. And I'm still getting phone calls from clients going, how did you do it? We're now, like, number two. Or one who watches his, his competitors too much and clicks through to their site too much and, you know, causes that kerfuffle. Well, now Google's added a star, so you can sort of basically star yourself or, or sites you like, um, and they'll start to show up higher um, in, in, in subsequent searches. Um, to me, um, while I don't like this sort of, you know, behind-the-scenes side of, of personalization at the same time, I'm going to be honest, that's only because I'm an SEO and it causes me problems from a user perspective. It's actually not bad. Um, but this star function, um, I really, really like. I, I would urge people 
try it. To me, it's a lot, and it's functioning a lot like bookmarks without the pain in the butt of having to go and search through the 18 trillion bookmarks I already have um, and, and, and categorize things. I just know in subsequent searches that this one's going to show up. There it is. It, it's going to be given the boost, and, and I'll see the star, and I'll see it's lit up and know that it was boosted because um, I've, I've basically favorited this thing in the past. I think Really, this is one of the ones, one of the little features that Google's adding. Um, I'm going to give them, give them the kudos they deserve for it. I think it was a really, a really good idea. Um, it's, it's taking a little while to get totally used to it, but um, for people who, who aren't, um, I do recommend give, give it a go. It's, it's really handy. That's very cool. I've got, I've got to have my own issues with personalization, um, mostly, again, involving what, what I see as Google's, um, well, I'm, 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 I gotta tell you, Dave. I'm scared of Google. The, the, what happened with Buzz freaked me right out. You know what? I understand that. I think one I can't of the even things use I Wave really anymore. Like this is how transparent it is. Like it's, it's. I'm clicking this. There's no debate as to whether they're collecting information. They are. And when I see that result in the future, it's not like I'm going to be wondering, "Gee, is this the most relevant result?" It's got a little star, but star is yellow now. I know I clicked it in the past, and so that's. I think. Your concerns are it is indirectly one of the things I do like is how incredibly transparent it is that I have affected my own thing, and Google's obviously collected this information from me. I'm even scared to use maybe, Google Wave uh, now. Some huh? of your searches, you want to go with a typical bookmarking because you may not want that information being collected by Google, uh, depending well, on, on which site just, you're visiting and, and I, what you're doing. Let's face facts, though. They're collecting that data anyway. But then I saw them give it away to people carelessly. Now I care. And um, and you know what? It's just a wake up call. We all should care, and not just about Google. We need to pay attention to everything that's that's going on because it's not just Google that's that's affecting um, this sort of stuff. I mean, what are we giving to Facebook? What do we? This is the world we live in, um, and how much are how much are we willing to to kind of give away of ourselves? Um, you know, that's, that's really what we do have to ask and, and be willing to, to give away a lot. I think our interview last week covered a lot of that, though, that there is a, a healthy balance where you're giving away as much as you're comfortable with and you can safely give it away. But we do have to watch ourselves. You don't give away too much. Well, well, Dave, unfortunately on that, we have to go away. And I'm never comfortable with that. But we have a news break coming up that we got to run. We have Affiliate Marketing Insider. We have office hours. We have a whole bunch of great programming coming up here on WebmasterRadio.fm. So on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Inc., this is Jim Hedger from Webmaster Radio. You've been listening to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. Incidentally, if you want to listen to Webcology, you can hear it here live at 2 p.m. every Thursday. You can hear it on I, on iTunes Radio. You can get the podcast from our archives at WebmasterRadio.fm or from the iTunes archives. Or other fine podcast distribution services out there. Friends, we love you. We'll talk to you next week. Stay tuned. More great stuff coming up on the network. <laughs>